The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. From Isaiah 25, we're looking at verses 6 to 8 tonight, today, where Isaiah writes, On this mountain the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the choicest of wines. On this mountain he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. He will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove the disgrace of his people from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. My dear friends in Christ, when God created Adam and Eve and gave them the Garden of Eden as a place in which to live and to work and take care of that garden. Well, what was the case at first is that God and Adam and Eve had this wonderful, perfect relationship. And now, what exactly that wonderful, perfect relationship entailed? Uh, well, Genesis 2 is the account of Adam and Eve's creation. Genesis 3 is the fall into sin. So. There isn't much that describes that perfect relationship, but, but however long that time was, probably a short time that time was from the creation to the fall, well, during that time, Adam and Eve and God would have enjoyed each other's presence and communicated with each other perfectly, but then came the fall into sin. Adam and Eve ate the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God had told them, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will surely die. Adam and Eve ate the fruit, and that meant that they were spiritually dead at that moment, and they were beginning the process of, of dying physically. And then when God came and revealed his presence in the garden, well then what the Bible tells us, what Genesis says is, they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. The perfect relationship that Adam and Eve had had with God was destroyed, totally wrecked. And I can just kind of imagine Adam and Eve saying to each other, you know, we just wrecked everything. We just wrecked everything. But God wasn't going to leave everything wrecked or destroyed. Immediately what he did is he promised the Savior. He promised the seed of the woman who would crush the serpent's head, who would crush the devil's head, and win for us salvation. The promise of the Savior meant there would be restoration. And Isaiah is picturing that reformation, restoration for us today in our reading. Yesterday we heard about the great 
feast, Isaiah said, On this mountain the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats, and the finest of wines. Because of everything that Jesus did for us with his life, his death, and his resurrection, that's why there is restoration. And don't you just get this picture as you hear Isaiah writing about this great feast. Don't you just get this great picture of a great, wonderful festival meal, and there at the table is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and all of us, and it's a monstrous table, and we're enjoying a great, wonderful Thanksgiving dinner, and there's no family squabbling. Everyone is perfectly enjoying everybody's company, everybody's communication. Just a wonderful thing. Well, Isaiah said, on this mountain, the Lord Almighty will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. This sheet or shroud that he talks about here would be something that would separate us from God. And when we think about what separates us from God, we can think of sin and unbelief or unbelief. And maybe we can think of how God, when he had the Israelites build the, the tabernacle, their portable tent, and then later on the tent in the temp, temp, temple in Jerusalem, when God had them build that, well, the temple had the two rooms, really, the holy place and the most holy place. And the most holy place was separated from the holy place by this thick, heavy curtain. And in the most holy place was the Ark of the Covenant. And that, of course, symbolized God's special presence there. But, but because of sin, there was that curtain, that curtain that separated the people from God's official presence. But that curtain that separated them, remember what happened? When Jesus died on the cross, at the time of his death, that curtain, a thick, heavy curtain that didn't just fall apart, it, it was torn in two from top to bottom. And it's being torn in two like that from top to bottom. It tells us what it says here. The Lord Almighty will destroy the shroud that enfolds all people, the sheet that covers all nations. That separation was taken care of with Jesus' suffering and death. His death, it destroyed that shroud, that curtain that separated us from God. There's restoration. Isaiah said, the Lord Almighty will swallow up death forever. The Sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces and he will remove the disgrace of his people from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. Christ defeated death at the cross and well, when he takes us to be with him forever in heaven, then death will be swallowed up forever. And that means that there's no reason for any sorrow or any tears anymore. The Lord will have totally removed any reason for us to have any sorrow in our lives anymore. Nor will we ever have to say, 
because of my sins, I've caused myself so much grief in the course of my life. See, God will have removed that disgrace that we may feel in this life because of our sin. And isn't it really great to know how the Lord ends this section? He ends the section just simply saying, Isaiah writes, the Lord has spoken. See, the Lord gets the final word because of Christ. There's no separation anymore for the believing child of God. There's no death. There's no sorrow or reason for tears. There's no disgrace. There's just this wonderful, great feast. This wonderful, great feast in which we're with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit forever. Restoration, all because of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for forgiving us all our sins and for restoring us to you so that we don't have to be afraid of you but can see you as our loving Heavenly Father with whom we will be able to celebrate forever all because of Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.